Robert Affolder here. Welcome back to the Robert Affolder Show. It's good to have you. What we're going to talk about a little bit today is those times in our lives where we are kind of hit with something and kind of catches us off guard, kind of makes us stop short. I had one of those experiences back in the late 90s, I think it was probably around 97. And I was walking, I can remember, I was at my office late at night and I had this uh, deal where I'd often go home for dinner and help get the kids to bed. And then I'd go back to the office and get some work done. And I was doing one of those nights and I was walking from my my office across the hall into the x-ray room and suddenly had this thought, what if everything I know is wrong? And really stopped me. <laughs> and it was kind of disorienting. Because I'd never had that thought before and I, you know, had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Here I had a a uh, degree in chemistry, and I had a degree in business, and I had a degree in chiropractic, and, and all these things, and what if everything I know is wrong? So it made me stop and think, well, if everything you know is wrong, where do you start? And the first thing that came to me was intelligence. And I knew what I was thinking was this universal intelligence that created the universe. That's what we call it in chiropractic, and brings order and has the know-how to create a universe. And we look at that as, as a universal intelligence that creates the universe and the energy and matter, what we see and how we uh, participate in what I've come to call the game of life. And then there's a part of that universal intelligence that controls and directs us. We are that. And um, I view that as, or in chiropractic actually, we view that as our portion of that universal intelligence. So it's that innate intelligence that's mission is to keep us alive. Now, what if that's wrong? What if all we are is just this uh, mass of atoms that, that this energy and matter that over time has evolved to be whatever we are? Well, it's interesting, as, I, as I've looked at this more and more, uh, when I came to this realization, or had an aha back in about 2002, I was reading In Search of Schrodinger's Cat. My son, Matt, had given me the book or loaned it to me. And in that, John Gribben, the physicist, he's explaining quantum mechanics, and he said, the question physicists, physicists have been ducking since the time of Newton is, is the universe determined? And by that, he means if Newton's laws hold true, the first one is uh, the law of inertia, which states that an object at rest remains at rest, or an object in motion remains in motion in a straight line, unless it's acted on by an outside force. And if you think about that, it just makes sense. I mean, if you see something move, you expect that there's something that's making it move, right? If you see it change direction, you think something made it change direction. And the thing is, we've never really applied that to life, or I'd never applied it to life. And so what I, what I thought was, well, what if, we, what if we took that concept and applied it to evolution? So evolution states that basically there's no universal creator or universal intelligence. All there was was matter, and, or energy and matter, and that's interchangeable with, I think, modern-day uh, science understanding. And that that evolves over time, and as that evolved over time, those atoms 
energy, matter, however you want to look at it, arrange themselves to be you and me. And if there's no intelligence separate from energy matter, then this is forming the intelligence. So we're basically biocomputers. And that would mean that there's no way to get control of ourselves. We are the program. And that means we're controlled by our environment. It's really interesting and I think rather liberating because if we are something different, if we do have an intelligence, if, and if there's an intelligent realm, a realm of mind or spirit or whatever you want to call it, if there is that intelligent realm that can control our bodies, then we can step back and go, well, look, if I didn't realize that before and if I didn't you know, actively realize I was participating and could control my body, then a lot of the times I'm not. And if I'm not in control of my brain and this mind is uh, subject to or part of the or a different way of looking at my brain, some people think, well, the mind is just a different way of looking at the brain. The mind is whatever the brain is. And it'd be similar, similar thinking to your television. What shows up on your television, we don't believe that's due to some intelligence that's controlling the television. We believe that's because of the energy and matter of the television. Now, if you step back just a little bit, we actually believe that that's being controlled by the signal coming down from somewhere into the television, right? It used to come down via, via the ethers or whatever you want to call it and hit an antenna, and then it produced that image and sound. And if you take that back far enough, it goes back to a broadcasting station somewhere, so still the TV's or the computer, if you look at a computer with the internet, similar to looking at the TV with the, with the broadcasting station, um, we still come down to this, something else is in control. And we can change the station and we can get different programming. But what if we could do that with ourselves? What if we could change our minds and change the station and get a little bit different programming? Well, that'd be kind of liberating, wouldn't it? And if you don't realize that you can do that, are you then just allowing your brain and the programming of your brain to maintain control? <coughs> and that's what I think has happened a lot of times. A lot of times I catch myself thinking about stuff that I don't want to be thinking about. And I catch myself, oh, wait a minute, let's not, late, let's not think like that. <laughs> We're wasting time. We're thinking about stuff I don't want to be thinking about. So I want you to see if you can get control of your mind. I think you'll find you'll be much happier. You'll find that you can become open to other people's ideas. And if you first think, well, maybe, what if I'm wrong? Then you can be opened up to more experiences. And you can be probably better accepted by a lot more people because, <coughs> again, excuse me, you can exchange ideas. And you don't have to make them wrong or you can just change ideas. I like to say, I'll never be wrong for long. If somebody can give me some evidence that I'm wrong, I'd like to shift my thinking and be right. All right, so think about that. That's going to be your, your assignment if you want to look at it like this. If you can get control of your mind. See how long you can get control of your mind. And then be open to new situations. I think you'll be happier. Robert Affalter signing off, helping you have a wonderful life. Thanks for watching and listening.